Hi, hi. I'm the red button. You're, you're, yeah, well, you're you switched the, microphones, so you're, you're a little confused. Welcome to the Thursday, October 5th edition of... Uh, Hammerdown Racing Report. There you go. You studied that, didn't you? The Hammerdown Racing Report. Today on the show, we have Ryan Missler. We'll be talking to him, late model driver out of Bellevue, Ohio. Uh, we'll also talk to Rich Farmer coming up as well, promoter of uh, Fremont Speedway, about uh, what, what's going on this weekend there. Well, and we want to talk a little bit about how his season has gone. Uh, really historic place in Fremont, so uh, I think we'll have plenty to talk about with Rich Farmer. Special note, uh, the Eldora Dirt Car Nationals, night number one, supposed to be going on tonight. It's been Not ra- happening. It's been rained out. So, so uh, you could tune into the show instead. That's it. Please do. Don't waste your $12 tonight. Well, it wouldn't have been a waste. Anywho, uh, let's uh, start off the show by talking about uh, action from this past weekend before we get things going. Of course, Oakshade Raceway had their final racing program of the year, the topless late models. I always want to say topless outlaw late models, but they're not outlaw. I wish they were. I know you do. You definitely, yeah. Um, Steve Castor won that, picked up his uh, very first win of the season. B.J. Gregory, and uh, I believe we're going to have him on the show next week. Is that too loud? Did I turn that up too loud for you? Uh, no, actually, it's perfect now. All right, good. He won the uh, Sportsman feature. Chris Henry out of Jackson, Michigan uh, won the Bombers, and uh, Jason Deschler out of Adrian as well uh, won the uh, Compact feature event at Oakshade. Uh, where'd you end up finishing? Well, I pulled off. My, my car hated me. What'd you, what'd you do to your car to make it hate you? You know, I, I don't know. Last week it was good. Um, this week... I thought I was fighting a, a right front shock issue, and turned out it was a left rear issue. And hmm. as I recall, I believe I remember seeing some sparks coming out of the rear end of your car. Yeah, well, that was to keep the guy behind me awake. What did it work? You must have. You didn't get past. All right, Fremont uh, was in action. Of course, we talked to uh, Chad Wilson right. last week from and, the Boss and, and Series, I, and I'm wearing Chad Wilson's shirt. Very nice. I, he, I figured it was appropriate. He ended up uh, finishing fourth in the uh, Buckeye Outlaw Sprint Series uh, point seats. That was the final race of the year. Uh, the big winner was uh, Thomas Meserol, Timez, from California. He uh, won the Mike Hensel Memorial 33-lap feature event. Kai Harper, he dominated the uh, McCullough Industries 602 late model feature. Uh, again. As sixth feature win of the year. And uh, Sean Valeni, another win for him as well in the dirt trucks. So that's pretty much all the uh, action I got from for locally from uh, around here. Yeah, yeah we, we've we've got a little bit of NASCAR news. A little if you bit. Want to talk about that. Kyle Busch, of course, he won Dover again. Yeah, yeah. I, did. I didn't watch any of the race. Did you see any of the race? Anybody watch any of the race? Uh, no, he's okay. but but he has been on fire. I watched some some replays. Are you, are you a fan of his? You know, five years ago I'd have said no, not a not a chance. But uh, I don't know. He got married. He had a kid. He has settled down. He, he's really very personable, articulate, uh, and a hell of a race driver. Uh, no, I, I don't have a problem with Kyle Busch right now at all. Okay. Yeah, we are sideways, too, aren't we, on Facebook Live? You could have said something. I don't know why, but Facebook wouldn't let me do a landscape for, for some reason. So Yeah, just turn your phone sideways, and you'll be fine. Or your computer. You may have to turn your head sideways if you're watching on a computer. Uh, we'll also have this available as a podcast. We'll have that link on the Hammerdown uh, Racing Report Facebook page. 
We have a Spreaker page, and we're also going to have an iHeart uh, radio channel coming up uh, after couple um, more weeks. after the next show. So you'll be that's able to, pretty exciting. You'll be able to listen to us uh, right there on your phone through uh, your iHeart radio app, and they'll know about us worldwide. Scott. Absolutely. All right, uh, more NASCAR news. Uh, Denny Hamlin he had a, a quote that uh, made some news, and I want to get your your opinion on. Uh, he says that uh, NASCAR drivers should be paid as much as NFL and NBA players. His exact quote is, uh, quote, we're, under, we're way underpaid as race car drivers. There's no doubt doing what we do, the schedule that we have, and the danger we, that we incur every single week, NASCAR drivers should be making NBA, NFL money. You know, I probably agree with that, except for NFL, NBA. Um, those guys are grossly overpaid. Um, for playing a game, um, I think their salaries need to come down. Well, make them the same. Isn't as NASCAR. racing pretty much just a game? Oh, it's it a competition. Abso- absolutely, absolutely. But uh, I, especially in light of all the NFL controversy lately, uh, they're overpaid. Okay, so you th- um, instead of raising the uh, the the money that uh, NASCAR drivers make. You bring everybody down to bring their everybody level. down to their level. Well, you know, something else to consider. I would think that the average race car, net professional race car driver, his career is probably in the 15 to 20 year range where an NFL player or NBA, you're, you know, you know, six, eight years and you're pretty used up. Yeah. Well, I was reading uh, in that article the, about this uh, Denny Hamlin thing that I guess Landon Castle, one of the lower paid drivers, was uh, had a contract for 500000 I like. I'd be happy with that. Well, I mean, I'd yeah. be good with that. And as he moves up the food chain, he'll start making more money. Yeah. Well, I guess it depends on where you're at right now. Because I'm looking up at five thousand, five hundred thousand dollars. You know, what's a rookie <laughs> lineman uh, in the NFL? What's he make? I don't know. I, I don't either, but I'll bet it's no more than that. All right. Well, those were his comments. Um, and uh, Robert Yates passed away, age of seventy-four, on Monday. Legendary engine builder and uh, team owner. Car owner, owner. absolutely. And uh, as Mr. Gumby here was telling us earlier today, uh, NASCAR is changing the body styles a little. Chevrolet will be racing a Camaro next year in the Cup Series. Ford, uh, probably the Mustang. No idea what Toyota is doing. They they don't really have a sporty little car, so don't know. (laughs) Maybe they'll invent a sporty little car so they can race it. Well, and, and if you want to see what that looks like, I think Henrik's revealed their uh, yeah on uh, NASCAR.com. I didn't actually click on it, so all I see is numbers. But I'm sure it looks really cool. Well, I'm we'll sure just it go does. with that. No, kind of. Eh. All right. Well, if you're interested, NASCAR.com, you can check that out. And that's uh, that's all the NASCAR news that I have for you today. Oh, really? Yeah. That's pretty cool. That's it. How about we get to? Uh, yeah, I think. Well, we'll before we get to uh, call up Ryan, Ryan Missler. Yeah. If uh, you would like to join us, if you have any questions or, or you want to add to the conversation, give us a call, 419-214-0949. Uh, you can even, uh, we'll see if Missler, Mr. Missler will take any questions as well. Absolutely. And uh, if they want to, uh, we do have somebody monitoring our Facebook page, and uh, we can take questions from there. Our, our sideways Facebook page this week. I like it. Yeah, kinda, well. Turn your head sideways. It's all good. All right, let's uh, get uh, Ryan on the phone here, assuming we can, uh, if I can read your writing again. Tell us about uh, what uh, what you know about Ryan. Well, I... well, 
you know, besides being a really good racer and uh, very dominant, especially at Attica Raceway Park, this uh, past season he's been doing a bit of a documentary on his own racing career, and uh, it really follows him around. Uh, I'm not sure. Uh, it, I think it is just on Ryan's personal fa- Facebook page, but I'm sure he can fill us in. Yeah. And uh, it's been very fun to watch. Pot him up there, Scott. Hey, I wasn't sure if I dialed all the numbers or not because I couldn't really hear. We'll find out. He does know we're calling, does he not? Uh, he better. <laughs> Hello. Hey, is this Ryan? This is Ryan. Hey, it's uh, Ron and Scott. Hammer down racing. Report. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> How's, it, How's going? it going, guys? Hey, it's going wonderful, good. wonderful. So, real quick, uh, I don't know if you've been watching, but uh, tell us how the race fans can can watch the documentary that uh, you've been posting all summer. Oh well, um, they're just our behind the scenes racing videos from the racetracks, and we post them up on Facebook on my Facebook page, Ryan Missler Racing, and then we also upload them to YouTube. So if you just search Ryan Missler on YouTube, they'll pop up. Cool. And we'll definitely put a, a link there uh, on our Hammer Down Racing Report uh, Facebook page as well. Just an Appreciate F- that. Just an FYI, they've been, very, they've been very interesting, Ryan. Cool, cool. <laughs> I'm happy you, that you enjoy them. You've got a we, fan. We wanted to do yeah. something. You know, nobody, nobody around here <clears throat> had anything like that. And I feel that... that uh, the fans and uh, people in the crowd and, and whatnot that they don't come out in the pits and people that don't even go to the track they can get a feel for what kind of happens you know you know from our perspective and you just uh, you just started that this season right yeah yeah we started this season we did um, nearly every race we didn't I don't think we did the the first one or two from Attica at the beginning of the year, but all the rest we did. We even had some videos from in our shop. So who, whose idea was it uh, to do that, and, and when did you come up with that? It was my idea. I, I was actually, um, we race slot cars, little HO slot cars at a friend of mine's house nice. in the wintertime, and uh, his son is, he was a junior in high school, and he does like uh, uh, media type stuff, filming and editing. And I just had been thinking about it for just a couple of days. And on a whim, one night when we were racing slot cars, I said, "Hey, Christian, are you up for an internship?" He's like, <laughs> "An internship? That you means you don't have to pay that? him, right?" Absolutely. Yeah. He said, "Is that where you don't get paid?" <laughs> so I said, "Yeah." He's like, "I'm not interested." <laughs> and I said, "Now hear me out. Now, why don't we?" Why don't you follow me around with a video camera and just edit it however you want and see if we can, you know, generate uh, some interest and a following. So he's like, okay, that sounds like fun. I don't have anything to do in the summer. So that's how it got started. So does Christian have a a career in mind now that he's uh, done some video work? I don't know. Did he he find it interesting? He's a little bit quiet. Um, I've asked him, but... he was still not sure. He definitely enjoys doing it, and he's a hard worker. I mean, we get back, 
uh, from the track on Saturday night, say, and he'll go home and and upload all the video, and then when he wakes up in the morning, he'll he'll start editing, and he's got it to me. You let him Sunday sleep afternoon. before he starts the editing process. What's that? I said you let him sleep before he starts editing. That's <laughs> awfully kind of you. Yeah, I want I want a good product, oh, right? Well, that so that makes better sense. Better be All right. well slept. <laughs> But they, they're definitely fun to watch, and he does a great job uh, putting those together. Did you ever get tired of having the camera in your face or worrying worry about saying the wrong thing? I don't worry about saying the wrong thing, but I do get annoyed. You know, I, like... I mean, the camera, nice is, the, like ca- the, the camera is right there. Yeah, it's right there. And you, you get you get used to it, um, like you, and you'll just carry on like... Like nobody's even there, but then you know I'll be in a like a group of people in the pits talking, and or, or walk up to to greet them, and they all like kind of get quiet. And I'm like, what's the matter with all you guys? <laughs> and well, then I realize the camera's there. I'm like, just be yourself. Just pretend he's not holding the camera. All right, well, we're talking with. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I'm sorry. We're talking with Ryan Missler, late model driver, the 50Y Bellevue, Ohio. That's uh, where you call home, correct? Yep. Sitting on my front porch in Bellevue right now. How long have you been uh, racing late models? It started in 04. Okay. However long that is, 13, 13 years. So it's been a, it's been a while. And uh, yeah. this past weekend. It doesn't seem like that long. This past weekend you went topless and uh, finished second. Almost uh, got the feature win at, at Oakshade, but uh, came up one spot short. Yeah, unfortunately. Are <laughs> it's we, a good race, though. Are we going to see more of you at Oakshade next year? Maybe contending for a yeah. championship? Uh, I don't know about championship. Uh, we Tentatively, we'll probably do what we did this year and do as we feel like, race at least once a week. Where all, what all tracks did you hit this year? This year, we just run Attica, Oakshade, and we ran one at Fremont. And you had a, uh, a a little bit of a wild ride a few weeks back at uh, at Attica, did you not? Yeah, yeah, we got upside down. The, the track was fast and competition was fierce, and I got into another guy, and uh, we got we went off the banking, and the the left rear tire dug in, and we went over on our lid. And that was the first time you've been upside down. Yeah, never never experienced that before. It wasn't too bad though. I I was telling Jerry, you know, I'm partners with Jerry on the race car and he's the brains of the operation. And I, I was telling him, um he asked me, he's like, So are you gonna be a little gun shy? And my wife even asked me, he's like, So are you scared now? I'm like, No, now I know how far I can push the car. And you know <laughs> so I might to, even be and faster. You, and you know to keep the right rear on the track. Yeah, you got to do that. All right. Uh, got to do that. We got a, a Facebook Live question here from Eric. He wants to know uh, what your favorite racing memory was in either carts or in uh, race cars. Um, favorite memory. I always like to say the one, there was, a, it was an ALMS race at Fremont, and we had broke our good motor, and we had to put in a – it was an all steel motor. It was 23 degree head. It was really down on horsepower compared to everybody else. It might have had 600 horsepower. 
and we led the whole race and won the the ALMS feature at at Fremont. So that was pretty cool. All right, what uh, what's your plans for? Well, I guess you kind of mentioned your plans for next year, kind of doing the same thing you did this past year, right? Yeah, yeah. Unless something comes along, but that's the that's the plan. Well, you know, the season starts out, and you have like this idea. You know, I'm going to kind of do this, and then maybe you start doing good at a certain track. Uh, then do you kind of tend to focus on that track maybe a little bit more? Uh, yeah, probably. I think we did that at Oakshade this year. Um, we started out. I think we might have went to the opener, um, or maybe a week later after that. But then we 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 stayed going back there for for several several weeks in a row, maybe two months in a row or something. So yeah, I mean, fly by the seat of her pants. Uh, that's that's what we did. All right, Ian uh, would like to know when you got your uh, f- when you won your first race. My first race uh-huh. in a go kart. Uh, it doesn't doesn't specify. Let's go with that. For my first. I'll still talk. Well, since it's late model. First late model win was in a limited, a limited late model actually at, at Attica. It was my, I think it was my second year racing, and I was driving a 1999 GRT. So that would have I, been that would have been in 05? 05 at Attica. Yeah, I think it was the last race, last race of the season at Attica. And I was thinking, you know, I was running good all year, and I'm like, man, I gotta get a win here, and it. I thought I wasn't gonna get one, but I actually won one. That year, and I run the bottom of the racetrack. Go figure. All right, you got plans uh, to race this weekend? Nope. You're not going to do the. Done. You're not going to do the run what you brung thing. No, I don't got no sideboards like Ron. I'm sure he could probably come up with one. No, I don't know. It's kind of <laughs> late. Oh, no, come I, on! You're I still two a, days. We got to go to a wedding. Oh. Saturday. There's a lot of weddings in uh, September and October. Yeah. Well. You know, yeah. I, I guess yeah. the real race fans get married November, December. <laughs> hey, I, I got a question for Ron. Oh, man. Uh-oh. Go for it. I was it. talking to Jerry. I was talking to Jerry Huff. Oh, boy. And he, he said that he recalls, and maybe you can shed, give your side of the story and shed some light on this, but he remembers, he was telling me about a, it involved you, John Green, and a garden hose. Sounds like a joke. No, sounds no, like a no, setup it's... of a joke. <laughs> um, do you remember that? Yeah, as a matter of fact, I do. I... Can you talk about it? Because I, I don't know nothing about it. You just told me to ask you that. Um. Wow, you're getting this is getting kind of political. <laughs> um, <laughs> there was an accident on the racetrack where there was a very, very late caution flag. Um, cars. When was this? Oh man. I would think early 90s. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. Um, there was a, a car going very slow on the track. The two cars in front of me split him, one on each side, and I I got, I got caught up in it. And I was expressing my displeasure with John Green, and uh, he had this little, I think he called it a water god, where he went around and sprayed the pits to... Uh, keep it from getting dusty in the pits. And I guess he had had about enough of my displeasure. And, and maybe he thought you were a little too dusty. Then turned the garden hose on me. <laughs> <laughs> Does anybody have video of that? I would love to uh, see that. You know, there were rumors. It would 
I'd have made the ten grand on, on America's Funniest Home Videos, I promise. <laughs> it uh, it left me spittering, spitting and sputtering and fuming, but, uh, yeah, it, it was one of my highlights. And well, thanks, and like, thanks what, for bringing 25 that, years ago. Yeah, thanks for bringing that up, Ryan. I, really, I appreciate it, Ryan. Thank you. <laughs> I, I, don't I just mind wanted sh- to hear the truth. I don't mind sharing. Oh, God. <laughs> All right, Ryan, we appreciate well, now, the... it. Was so, it was so long ago, you, now, Ron, you can look back and laugh. He's he's not really laughing. <laughs> he's kind of... He's uncomfortable. Tearing up. <laughs> I can't yeah. see you. Oh, I'm sorry. All right, well, we appreciate the time, Ryan. we gotta we got to let you go here. we got to get on the, the horn with, uh, with Mr. Farmer from Fremont. All right, well, good job, guys. Keep up the good work. Yeah, right. Enjoy your wedding this weekend. We'd sure rather see you racing. And if not, we hope to see you out at Oakshade uh, at least a couple times next year, if not more. I understand, yep. real quick, I understand that there's a race uh, over in Fort Wayne, maybe on the 28th. Bearfield, yeah. Bearfield. Keep your eye on that. They haven't announced everything, but uh, you, might get oh, really? one, you might get one more race in. Hmm. Unless you got I'll, a wedding again, another wedding. Bear, Bearfield Raceway, <laughs> Fort Wayne, quarter mile track. Soon as they, they ran an ALMS show there this year. Yes, they right? did. Yeah. Yep. And we'll as soon okay. as they get details, we'll we'll definitely pass it along here in the program as well. Cool. Well, thanks, guys. Thank yep. you for your time, Ryan. We really appreciate it. No problem. All right, Ryan Missler, driver of the fifty Y, late model out of uh, Bellevue, Ohio. Very runs well at spoken. Attica and uh, Oakshade. Yeah, and his videos are definitely uh, yeah fun to watch. Make sure too. you. Uh, Take a look at his at his videos, uh, Ryan Missler Racing, or do a YouTube search on Ryan Missler and uh, some very interesting uh, programs that they've edited up. Edited up. Yeah. All right. Let's uh, get uh, Rich Farmer. Yeah. I've I've decided I can't dial and talk at the same time. I'm just. That's not why that I offered. To have... I know. <laughs> so far, I've done good. I haven't dialed the wrong number. Hello. Hi. Is this Mr. Farmer? Yeah. Hey, Rich, it's uh, Scott Hammer and Ron Miller from uh, Hammer Down Racing Report. How are you doing? Pretty good. good. Sorry we got a little bit long-winded with Ryan Missler, but uh, it's your turn. All right. It's kind of quiet. Can you turn me up a little bit, maybe? Here, we'll try and do that. Can you hear us any better now? Yeah, there you go. All right. Um, you got a big show coming up, uh, finishing off the season. Ron Miller, he's been talking about this nonstop for the past few weeks. Uh, you want to tell us about it? Yeah, run what you brung race. It's uh, you know hopefully a, a good chance for those guys with creative minds and you know creative thinking to come out and do some different things with their race cars when there's there's no rules, there's you know no tire rules, no body rules, no you know any of that kind of stuff. So these guys that have the opportunity to be creative and do some things and you know, hopefully put on a good show for the fans. Now what uh, what kind what's the race format going to be like? How are you going to divide the the cars up? Yeah, we're going to do a qualifying format. You know, everybody will qualify. They'll do a one-lap qualification. Uh, we'll set the fields based by times. And, uh, you know, so you'll have, like, the, the A-main type cars at, at a certain rate of speed and then the B-mains at another rate and the C-mains at another rate. And then uh, if, we get, if we get 20 compacts, we're going to give them guys their own event. So uh, everybody will be divided out by speed. Hopefully it'll keep the, keep the racing safe and, and put on a great event. No, if you don't get twenty compacts, will they just be lumped in with the rest of the? I'm yeah, they'll just lump, they'll just go in based on speed. Cool. Now, will there be heat races? I've been getting questions on that. 
Yeah, absolutely. I figured we'd set the field based on qualifying. And it say say we got twenty cars in the A main, twenty in the B, twenty in the C. Just for an example, yep. you know we get twenty and twenty. Then we'll divide them up into heat races, and then uh, since we qualify, we're going to use those qualifying times to set the heat races, and we'll also use those qualifying times with a dice roll to set the main event. So uh, so say say you qualify and you're the quick guy, uh, most likely you're going to start fourth in your heat race, and uh, and then that you know second quick will start. Uh, you know, fourth in the, the next heat race and so on. And then, you know, we do a dice roll, which we do with our sprint cars on a regular basis. So after all the qualifying is done at opening ceremonies, we'll bring the quickest guy down of the night, give them a chance to roll the dice, and it'll be the quickest guy in each set. So quickest guy in the A main, quickest guy in the B, quickest guy in the C. They'll come down, roll a dice, be like a four, six, or an eight, and that'll be the invert for the feature event. So, uh, you know, say, say you take... Uh, Say you take four cars out of the heat race, the top three of those four cars will be, uh, you know, qualify for the inversion uh, based on speed. So, you know, there's some incentive to pass some cars and run well in your heat race because that's what gets you locked into the, you know, everything is important at this rate. Qualifying is important. Heat race is important. Features obviously important. Sounds like a real interesting format. And this is the Fremont... Auto Parts Night, Run What You Brung Show at Fremont Speedway. That's this Saturday night. Uh, pits open at, uh, or four? gates open at 4 and uh, racing at 7, right? Yes, sir. When yeah. do the grandstands open? Same time, 4 o'clock. We open everything at the same time. No, I've read some conflicting things about uh, sprint cars. Will there be any kind of sprint cars? No, there? no sprint cars. No sprint cars, okay. Uh, any kind of rain contingency if uh, we do run into some unfortunate weather on it's Saturday. not going to rain i i didn't yeah, use I mean, the uh, r word you know the forecast is down to 20 percent, 82 degrees let's just not even worry about it <laughs> works for me well, well then that kind of cancels out my next question uh not just about this weekend um what kind of what is the process to determine whether or not uh you know if if you're a regular saturday night racing program if uh you know how do you determine whether or not you're going to be racing uh, i mean if our program is pretty, pretty, uh, if, if we can prepare a surface, we race. Okay. Um, if we cannot prepare a surface, then, then we can't race. I mean, we've, uh, we had a one night this year during our fair, which was a special event for our 305 guys. We get there, we get everybody there. We get this downpour. We got the pumps out. We pumped the water off. We went to work and we raced. Um, you know, we do everything we can at our facility to get a show in. And, uh, you know, our fans have been very good to us over the years, supporting us, uh, there's been times where it's raining and we're selling tickets and they're standing in line buying tickets. So they know if, if we can get the job done, we're going to do it. And, uh, you know, we do that, you know, as, as hard as we can, no matter what it takes for every event that we put on, because every event we have is equally as important as the one before it or the next one after it. So Rich, it's, you, got, uh, you guys, you know, it's what you, we do. You guys are one of two area tracks that I'm aware of that the fans can count on you doing everything you can to get, the program in, and uh, like you say, they'll, they'll show up under really adverse conditions uh, if there's even a shot, a slightest shot of getting the program in. So from you the know, racers, luckily, from the racers and fans, that's appreciated. Yeah, and luckily for us, you know, we're right here in town. You know, we get a lot of people from here in town. We're not, you know, relied on as many travelers most times. You know, now this event, we're relied on a lot more travelers than than normal as far as the competitors' side of it's concerned. But on a normal race night, you know, we're, we're here in town. If people come out and they get rained out, you know, they're not driving hours home. Most of them are driving, you know, 
close to home. So it's, uh, it works out pretty well. And, and we've worked at this, I mean, for a year, you know, the last 10 years, we've worked at building this process and getting these people to believe in us and, and that kind of stuff. And it's really paid off. So there's a lot, of, I'm, I'm guessing here, and you're, there's going to be a lot of uh, people, you know, in the crowd that may be there for the first time this season, you know, because it's a different kind of show. Uh, do you think the, the regulars that come out every, each and every Saturday night supporting you will be coming out for this as well? Oh, absolutely. Our, our weekly regulars, they're diehard Fremont Speedway fans. They're diehard race car fans. You know, they, they're not, uh, you know, you got some people that only love sprint cars and some people that only love late models. And then, you know, the general, the, the general bulk of our people love race cars and they love the atmosphere and, and, you know, just being part of Fremont Speedway. I got, I got guys that have never missed a show uh, at our facility, no matter what it is in, in 20, 30 years. So, it's uh, our fans are a true testament to our facility, and it works out really well. I have a prediction. I think there's going to be a lot of engineers in the stands, yeah, you know, just to yeah, see what people so. what people have come up with uh, to make their cars faster. But. That, that would be great. Well, we definitely uh, highly encourage the engineers this week. So we'll see uh, we'll see what kind of mouse traps they can come up with. Any uh, any insights you can give us uh, on uh, what you have coming up? Uh, plans for 2018. You know, we're, we, uh, you know, just finished, you know, once we get through this week here, we'll be finished up. We got to get, get our winter and get everything put to bed and that kind of stuff. And then just go back and, you know, we take a, a couple weeks and evaluate our season. I typically take, uh, the month of November off from the racetrack because I, uh, I own five other companies and, and a lot of things get neglected, you know, throughout the summer that we need to take and, and do some catch up on. So normally November, I'm, I'm off the racing grid for a little while and, and focus it on some of our other entities. So it just, uh, we got, we got some thoughts and some processes in the works, but you know, it's, uh, we've done this long enough that we know we don't need to reinvent the wheel. We just need to keep it greased. Well, and I think that plays off, plays out well in the long term. Uh, a couple of re- area tracks again, have been very consistent in their programming. The fans know when they show up what they're going to see. And I think that pays huge dividends. Yeah, I agree. Again, we're, we're talking to uh, rich farmer, Promoter at uh, Fremont Speedway. Big show uh, coming up uh, Saturday night, the Run What You Brung thing. And uh, we got a question here. Oh, scroll down. Eric, he wants to know what uh, your best guess is uh, for what do you think the quick time will be? Will there be a track I think record? The, I think the quick time has a potential with uh, I've seen those those bodied up cars with a big sideboard and enough horsepower. And I, I think we can probably get down around a 13.3, 13.4. Wow. That would there be impressive. There, there's your challenge, Ron. There's a goal. <laughs> All right, Rich, uh, we appreciate your time. Yep, anytime, guys. Thank you, and uh, thanks for promoting our event. Oh, thanks uh, thanks for being on today, Rich. We'll see you out there Absolutely. on Saturday. All yep, of us. You guys have a good night. All right, you too. Rich Farmer from uh, Fremont Speedway. That's it. Talking about uh, the big event Saturday night. Run what you brung. So, uh what what do you, what what do you think we can expect as far as uh, vehicles? I know you have seen some. Do you have a? Are you you're going out? So there's going to be a lot of sideboards, a lot of slot car looking like, you know, automobiles. I, it's really going to be interesting. Uh, there's going to be a little bit of everything. That some guys are just going to have their race cars there with the roofs taken off, uh, like they saw at uh, Oakshade Raceway last week. Uh, there's some cars that are going to be pretty exotic. Uh, and, and some that Tim Cole says you look like Hulk Hogan in uh, your yellow shirt there. Really? Yeah. 
Well, last kind of point last, can you last, do a? Oh yeah, there you go. Yeah, last <laughs> week we had uh, Chad Wilson on, so I thought it was only appropriate that um, I wore a Chad Wilson shirt today. <laughs> All right, let's talk about uh, upcoming events, and then we'll wrap things up here uh, for this week's show. Uh, Eldora has got the Dirt Nationals, Dirt Car Nationals going on tonight's show. Canceled, washed, washed out because of rain. Uh, they got the modifieds tomorrow. I believe there was like four two thousand to win shows. Going off memory. Yeah. Three, four. four. There's a bunch I th- of. I think, I think it's four features, okay. each paying two grand to win. Yeah, I think that's what it was, too. And then Saturday night, late models uh, will be running a full show. As and, well as mods. And the mods as well, yeah. Uh, Mylan Dragway's got some stuff going on uh, this weekend. Let's get back to Eldora real quick. Okay. Um, Rusty Schlink and Ryan Unziker uh, virtually tied for, for the national points in UMP late models. Uh, Rusty Schlink has a nine-point advantage over Unziker. Um, this race is going to be it. That'll be exciting to watch. That's in, well, and it's up against the run with Jabrunk. We show. are previously occupied, I, uh, but uh, make sure you some, tape it. Yeah, somebody better get some video of that. That'd be pretty good. Uh, Milan Dragway just up the road. They have the uh, Aeroquip Heads Up Finals tomorrow. Twenty bucks uh, get you into that. And then uh, I saw something kind of interesting on Saturday. They have high school nationals. Really? Yeah, for high school and college students. Well, if I was a college so, student, I would be disappointed to <laughs> be at a high school national. Well, if I especially if I'd I didn't be disappointed win. if you were a college student myself, but yeah, it's not out of the realm of possibility. I already talked about Fremont's run, run what you brung show racing starting at seven o'clock. Uh, general mission tickets uh, actually reduced for that uh, show, just ten bucks, thirty bucks for uh, pit passes. All right, Scott Hammer will be there. That's the plan. I don't have a big sideboard, though. I'm our, just going to run what I brung. Our, our monitor will be here. That's uh, Dave Gumby Jr. He'll have a car there, and uh, I think I'm going to be there, too. Anybody else we can expect with a big sideboard? Did I uh, see? Well, for sure, my son Steve will be there. Uh, Tim Cole has a car that was loaned to him by the Robertson Racing family, and uh, they'll have a big sideboard. Um, several other cars I know are coming down from Michigan with sideboards. Any uh, asphalt guys going to be racing? Is this going to be like the Sandusky hangover race? Yes, it really is. Uh, okay. I understand that uh, Corey McCoy has a sprint car wing fitted to his Fremont truck. Um, what else, Davey? Anybody else you know is going to be there? Oh, yeah. Bill Daniels uh, oh. will, will have a sideboard on their bomber car. Dylan Burt. Dylan Burt, yeah. absolutely. Uh, yep. So there'll be some Oakshade Bomber guys there. The Stettons will both have some some little add, add-ons on their race cars. I'm going to have to do something to my car then. Tom uh, Tommy O'Leary, the, I don't know, 4th or 53rd or whoever, I guess has borrowed a car from J.R. Gooden, and they've got some sort of a wing on the top, and it will be the first time that uh, – he has ever run on dirt, so that one's going to be exciting to watch. What about that uh, Mark Kackenmeister? I always see him only um, at the... Uh... Mark uh, should have had his late model ready, but it didn't happen, so he'll be at Fremont with his dirt truck. Okay. Uh, also coming up, uh, the Calvi- the Budweiser Calvacade that's uh, coming up this weekend at Sandusky Speedway. Speaking of Sandusky Speedway, they have uh, Crate Sprints Modifieds, VROA modified CRS Trucks, Mini Trucks, Street Stocks, Sportsmen, Front Wheel Drives, and uh, Renegades. 
That's pretty aggressive. That's a lot of stuff. They have, uh, well, it's two two days of racing. They have uh, uh, qualifying and heats on Saturday. That starts at 7 o'clock. Tickets are uh, 12 bucks. Pit pass is 40 uh, And then they have their feature events on Sunday with racing starting at 2 p.m., 17 bucks for uh, spectators and 40 bucks for the pits. Really glad they didn't throw in run what you brung late models on that. I would, uh, yeah. I, I would have had to decide. <laughs> I've got a pretty good track record going there. Well, we'll see how uh, that plays out January 1st. Um, Mansfield uh, Motor Speedway, a couple week, uh, not this weekend, the weekend after, they have the All-Star Circuit of Champions Sprints Double Down, two main events paying $5,000 each. That's on Friday the 13th. Ooh. Uh, so that ought to be in there. That's uh, uh, 25 bucks for uh, adult general admission racing starting at 7. Uh, we talked Bear Field a little bit uh, this weekend. No, next weekend they're with in action with their go-karts. October uh, 14th and then uh, October 28th. 28th, they have It just something. says, it, yeah, something on the quarter-mile dirt track. Coming uh, soon to a, to a yeah. track near you. They haven't had the details yet. Uh, Flat Rock Speedway has a meeting coming up on Sunday, October 15th at 1 o'clock about the Bando, Bandolero. Bandela, Bandoleros. Thank you. That's I could say it earlier until I'm actually trying to pronounce it. They're little cars with motorcycle engines that go really fast. For drivers uh, 8 to 14 years of age, apparently uh, they're going to be putting on eight events uh, next season at uh, Fly Rock. I guess right. that's what they're going to be talking about. That's exciting. It really is. And then uh, looking way ahead, Summit Motorsports Park. They have the Halloween Classic over there, October 22nd through the 29th. Uh, some awards banquets coming up. We got the Fly Rock Toledo Speedway Awards Banquet up in Southgate, Michigan on November 3rd. November 4th is Waynesfield's. Awards Banquet and uh, the Oakshade Awards Banquet coming up on December 2nd. And that's uh, that's pretty much it. Sounds good. Final word for me. I'd sure like to see all of our race fans at Fremont Speedway this weekend. It's uh, going to be a fun race. Absolutely. And I, I do apologize about our Sideways uh, Facebook Live. We'll I'm, correct that. Yeah, I'm not really uh, sure what's going on with that. but I think they updated the app and it just my phone isn't happy with it. That's all I can think of. We'll be back next week. Same time, same place. Thursday, 7 o'clock, right here on our uh, Facebook Live at uh, facebook.com slash hammerdown racing report. We'll also have uh, audio on demand as well. Listen to this podcast. You listen to your car. Really That's it. Put the Bluetooth on, pot us up on your podcast go or whatever your soon. favorite podcast app is. Very soon to be on iHeartRadio. Yeah, absolutely. A couple more, one more show, and then we, uh, we, we, then, we then qualify for a channel. We'll have our own Hammerdown Racing Report channel. Then we're the big guys. Absolutely. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next week. See y'all. Have you ever wanted to know how to win a Formula One Grand Prix? I mean, really know. Know about the driver tactics from the cockpit, the strategy calls from the pit wall, and even the mind games in the paddock. There's a lot more that goes into winning a Grand Prix than just 90 minutes of racing. So every week on the F1 Strategy Report, we're taking a deep dive into the decisions that shape every result. Hey there, my name is Michael Laminato, and every week I'm joined by an expert guest from the paddock to talk through the big calls that won the race and the missteps that resulted in bitter defeat. Before every race, we'll look back at the previous year's result and consult the current form guide, and we'll be in your feed after every Grand Prix dissecting the 
the outcome and what it means for the championship. So for your regular hit of Formula One analysis, subscribe to the F1 Strategy Report wherever you get your favourite podcasts. The Strategy Report is a beer mogul podcast on the Evergreen Podcasts Network. My name's Michael Laminato, and I'll catch you after the chequered flag.